Yes, yes, y'all. Good morning, my beautiful people. Uh, it's about 10 a.m. at my current timing and at my current location. I planned to record yesterday, but it was kind of tough, so <laughs> I had to do this so early this morning. So let's just get to it, into it. You know, there's no time. Um, today I'll be talking about some very, very special artists. Um, I'll be talking about Ransom and I'll be talking about Rum Streets. You know. So two rappers that have been on their grind for a very long time now um, who have been doing this shit in this music industry underground for a very long time at least nothing less than six seven years on the youngest side part which is rum street um, about, they dropped a collabo tape that's a collaboration album cooked grass you know it's a very very energetic uh, um, mixtape or album rather you know, nowadays most people put out albums before you can put out the mixtape you just you know you just put it out there but since it's on dsps everybody just records puts an ep and then an album you know mixtapes are not as mixtapes as they are like back then but today i'll be talking about cook the grass you know a collaborative FM work by ransom and rum streets first of all who's ransom and who's rum street you know ransom uh, he's a former member of the a-team his real name is Randy Nichols. He was born in Brooklyn, September 1980. He's 41, old man. Don't be today, man. <laughs> so, uh, Ransom has been on his grind for a while. Uh, his dad died, you know, fatally. I think it was it was an accident or so. And then his mom was seriously sick. So he had to, he was like a foster child for a while, for a long while, till he was about eight years old. Then he now left. Then I think his mom was getting better. He came back. And then he moved to New Jersey with his parents. And that's where he reps. He reps New Jersey. But he was originally was born in Brooklyn. Uh, so out of all these times, he has stayed in and out of jail, you know, up and down. You know, how, how it is in the streets, so to speak. So he was up and down in jail. And then after some time, he had to put up some money with a producer he met. And then he set up a recording studio. And then he teamed up with Hitchcock to start eating. You know, Ransom has been rapping for a very long time, at least nothing less than, if at all, since the early 2000s. That's when Ransom has been rapping. So he's been on this grind for a very long time. Even the, at one particular time, he had this lyrical spar with Joe Budden. That's um, Joe Budden. That was the slaughterhouse. That does the Budden podcast. The popular Joe Budden. So he's come a very, very long way. Rob Streets, on the other hand, was born in London to Jamaican parents. You know. You know how it is you know you're from you're from real african descent and then you're all over the place but that's how life is sometimes he was born there then he moved to new york with his mom then he used to move back and forth you know uh when he was in new york he would hit his bike all the way down from his his ends down to queens down to the to lower east side which is uh manhattan and harlem you know that's why they, i think that was when his friend now dubbed him the name room streets because either they stay one place, you know, he was up and down, moving bike, yeah, there. So, and his real name is Jerome. And he's actually 34, so he's actually the youngin on this side. So, while he was in London, he was actually going to do it big in London, but then he now had to move back to New York because he was in and out of trouble, in and out of jail, life. Eh? <laughs> so they had they had actually come along with Ransom and Rome Streets. So, Ransom on the other hand. He's had a very vast discography. He's been rapping, like I said, he's been rapping since the early 2000s. You know, he used to be team up with Alfred Hitchcock. Then they scored themselves the A-team. Then they dropped a series of mixtapes. You know, they had this, um, they had this VA residence they did in 2005. Before he now went to drop out some solo work. He had this solo run, played it out, played it out, uh, played it out. That was um, in the series. That's one to four. 
then he had a very popular I remember he had this popular mixtape street cinemas i was back in like in 2008 i've been saying that stuff i plan to listen to it but i haven't just had the time but it's one of those popular works then he had his pain and glory volume one and two pain and glory with dj clue shout out dj clue og dj who's worked with nas jay-z who's worked with a lot of artists from back in the day then he had the ransom notes he had the animal warrior and beast soul killer history of violence which he dropped in 2015 and 2016 respectively then he had he dropped greatest rapper alive in 2017 in 2020 he has dropped about he dropped about four tapes i think this was one of my one of the most impressive runs i saw in 2020 where he dropped um director's cut scene one scene two he dropped scene three and then he dropped uh the crime scenes with nicholas craven uh, that's one of that young producer that's on his grind now he's just he's been working with ito he's been working with god for him he's working with mark homie he's working with a lot of artists nicholas craven so he's here yeah, then uh, this year he's dropped two concept tapes which is a seven and heavy is the head with big ghost big ghost is another producer who's working with griselda who's actually working with streets as well you know he had this he's uh he had this he has this uh tape uh big ghost Nactem. Which he dropped in 2020. I think that was my former introduction to him was in 2019 when he dropped a big uh, Ghost Griselda with Griselda music that's with the West Side Gun and so so big Ghost has been working for a very very long time now. The Rome on the other hand has put out he has been putting out work as far back as in 2011. He had the tape he put out uh, was titled Vagabond, but then he he, wrote, he took it off the internet. According to him, that that was not his real style. You know he wasn't sounding like himself and he wasn't true to his pen, so it's very understandable. And then it, it, since 2016, he has just been dropping work. So he, he 2016 he dropped the I've been I've been through mad shit. Then after that he dropped about 12 projects. So he has just been putting out putting out work. I remember the most popular one was this noise candy series. I remember I actually started listening to Rome Streets on features back in 2019, and then I actually now got into his catalog in 2020 because I, I told myself I was going to listen to him in 2019, but there was a lot of music. I didn't just know when he just flipped my mind and then in 2020 he had dropped noise candy 4 and i was like okay you know what i'll just i'll just start it off from here and noise candy 4 was actually was a good one for me so he had that noise candy series one to four and he dropped street pharmacy he has dropped head crack with future wave future wave is a very good producer he has worked with rigs he has worked with a lot of arts i think he's worked with smooth as well so he's one of these underground producers who knows his shit. Uh, he dropped contraband then he dropped Joyera. Joyera is one of the popular albums that Rome Streets dropped. Actually, hit hit across you know the underground scene for a very long time. Then he dropped Genesis 127 with Uncle John. Uncle John is a very, another very very vivid rapper. The vicious lyricism that can sound where he's coming from. So they had this complimentary side of everything. Then he dropped Results Edge with Future Wave, and also Dead and a Magician with DJ Muggs, which was one of the most popular tapes he dropped last year. Very very exciting stuff. Uh, well, for Ransom. Heavy in the heavy is the head was his last tape that he dropped. You know, it was a nice tape. I really I love the concept of him being a king, you know, King Grandson. And he stuck with that thematic concept. So it was actually very nice. And his relationship is very, very good. Ransom is a very poetic rapper. So I, I wasn't surprised at all. Uh, but for me, if I'm actually to prefer I actually prefer seven to it because seven was a more or less more it was more conceptual and then he went on to speak in the thematic way, just like I said about the seven deadly sins it was, it was that kind of it was painting that kind of a picture with a with a seven it was, it was very very beautiful it, that got to me more but heavy is the head was nice on heavy is the head there was this song uh, all the king's 
endorsement that he did with Mickey Fact and GR, you know, two very dope rappers. Mickey Fact is another OG from time who's been rapping for a very long time. GR is under Momentum Music, which who is a, which is Ransom's record label, and he's been dropping work and he's a very very good lyricist as well. So I, I commend them both. And Rome Street, on the other hand. His last tip was Razor's Ed- Razor Edge with Future Wave, which was actually not, not bad at all. But for me too, the one with um, DJ Mox got to me, that's Death and the Magician. That was a very, very sharp tip. I was very impressed. I was highly impressed with that work. That was beautiful music from start to finish. So um, another one that got to me too, or that's on uh, Razor's Edge, that's a particular track that actually got to me, which uh, was um, The Bible of the Rifle. Uh, there was serious penmanship on that song. You know, Rose Street is a very good, he's a very, very good rapper. You know, he has he has this rhyme scheme that is very peculiar. So I wasn't surprised at all. And he he actually sticks to you. So it was a very good tape. That's Rager's Age with uh, Future Web. That was, that was a very, very lovely one. Now on this new tape, uh with the background prep, I actually I was hyped for it because Ransom has been tweeting about this stuff for a while. He has been tweeting about it for a close to close to, I think since the beginning of this year, kind of. At least nothing less than since March, he's been talking that him and Rome Streets have something in the works. Him and Rome Streets too, he has been, you know, he had been working on his own thing too, but definitely he knew he was going to work with Rasop. So, um, a lot of people tweeted about it. That's uh, clearly from the Trust Gang camp. That was a Chenoa, that's it, special. They tweeted countlessly. So, I was I was actually hyped for this thing. And it was all over my timeline. It was actually, actually a very, very good preparation because they worked very hard on this album. Now, for the album proper, Coupe de Grasse. Uh, first of all, what does Coupe de Grasse mean? I think it means like a blow of mercy. It's an Italian phrase. Uh, Coupe de Grasse, like to like show mercy to someone who's already dead. You know, to like you know to give you an easy death. Maybe maybe it's it more or less paint a picture of when someone is about to die and then the person is in pain and then you come and just shoot the person in the head. That's what Coupe de Grasse is about. You know, showing mercy to the weak. That kind of thing is like a blow of mercy. That's death to just ease the pain. So from this from this concept, from this album, from this album title, you can tell that Ransom and Rose Streets are in this position where they want to show mercy to that position that you know what, you can't even get to our level. So just we'll make it easy for you. Just go away. You get that kind of thing. So <laughs> it's crazy because these guys are out on a very, very good level. In fact, if at all for anything, in the past three years, these guys have been the best rappers. When it comes to lyricism, when it comes to content, when it comes to MCing, they are at least in my top 10 for the past three years, most especially Ransom. So I am not surprised at all. Um, generally, I liked all the songs. I'll be, I'll be honest, I liked all the songs because uh, if, if it's for the lyricism, just like I said, if it's for the content, these guys have it. I like all the songs. But of course, some will get to me more. Um, first and secondly, they've got they've got different styles. You know, Ransom is more or less he's a, he's a poetic artist. He's a, he's a street poet. You know, he paints vivid descriptions, which is which is a poetry. That what makes me makes me get to, that what makes me like him the most. And then Rome Street he's a, he's a very alliterative rapper. You know, he has this internal rhyme scheme that just glides over each other. You know, there's I'm saying he's very peculiar with his rhyme. So it's odd. It's a, it's just for him. It's a very unique ability. And he's very very intelligent. So he's alliterative, you know, alliterative in the sense that he could just say go getter, you know, ball baller, that kind of thing. So that's that's alliteration is with him. You know, he has these gliding rhymes that just it just feels so easy. 
but it's uh it's peculiar to him so ransom is very uh, so rose street rather is very very good with that so that's that's the complementary effect of this that, like i was, like i always tell you when you're putting out the collaborative tip there, there must be a complementary side to it so that the whole thing just glides together rome street is poetic you know with vivid description ransom on um, sorry ransom and ransom is poetic with vivid descriptions the room streets on the other hand is very very alliterative with gliding end rhyme schemes so the whole thing just complements together and they are both mcs they stick to the true content of hip-hop that's a uh, that which is very very vital because that's one of the most vital parts of putting out hip-hop work you know you must place reality to your content now a very particular song that got to me was rooftop sermons no it was more or less knowledge passing about the harsh streets from a, from an experienced head to a young one so it was it was Rums, uh, ransom that actually took the hook on this song and it was more or less uh emceeing with uh with knowledgeable messages so it was very it was very nice for him so the ransom says stuff like my words are beacon through the darkest distance converse with heathens that get lost in systems leave the village to the forces listening touches glisten as how we cash us across from listening Marcus Gavi with a heartless army, mark them by the curtains, your carbon copy. So, just like I was saying earlier, his, his poetic effort is very, very vivid. You know, he paints pictures with his poetry. Now, here, here what he's just saying at this point, he said, I sat with Cassius across from listing a Marcus Gavi with a heartless army, mark them by the curtains, your carbon copy. So, you know, now when he's talking about Cassius, he's talking about Cassius Clay, you know, across from listing because Cassius Clay was listed for Vietnam War while he was he was on his boxing career i think that was in the, the late 1950s before he, where he now had to go off you know because he didn't want to do that at first so he, he got suspended while, while he was supposed to box he, he had to be like at that point in time kashas muhammad ali that's his real that's the name we got we know, we know him by at that point in time he had to leave boxing for a while because of uh all the government or like they just wanted him to go and fight for Vietnam and he was not he was not down with that. He was, he was, he was, he was he sat with Cassius across from listing. You know, more or less he understands where Cassius is coming from. You know, he didn't want to do what others he didn't want to do he wanted to follow the the the, the norm. He didn't want to follow the general cloud. Then you're not like a Marcos Gavi with a heartless army. And Marcos Gavi on his side was one of the uh, the founders of the new of the new black movement. You know, he was of Jamaican descent, a philanthropist, a writer. You know, very very uh, massive influence, a highly massive influence on the black on the black movement. So he was like a Marcos Gavi with a heartless army. He's going to get what he wants at all costs. And then mark him by the curtains. You're a, car- you're a carbon copy. Like he he's representing for the real, but like whoever the other person is, the person is the carbon copy. Now even that's um, from streets. Um, sorry, Ransom painting his pictures vividly because he's a very descriptive artist. Like I told you before, you know he's very descriptive and he paints poetry with his uh, with his with his lyricism, which is very very articulate and intelligent as well. Now Rome Street says. A gunshot is an omen if you omit the pay the ticket or the pay a visit in the low tent. My theory is you limbs on the low end. Don't give a fuck what your tribe called. You can't boss, never get no wins. Cherish your freedom. The inside of themselves is different. And here again, that's Rome Streets now gliding on his words, like I told you earlier. And he was like, A gunshot is an omen if you omit that if you do not pay what you what what you're supposed to if you don't pay what you're supposed to what you owe, you know, a gunshot is going to get to you until you know these guys are gangsters so they don't they don't play about what they what they say most times and it's like they pay the ticket or they pay a visit and then low tent you know you can hear the gliding rhymes you know he's just 
restyling with his words and he's very very intelligent so it's easy for him so you're like don't give a fuck what your tribe called you come boss never get no wins and he was not like my story is you limbs on the low end now that's the punchline you know it's talking about a, a tribe called quest the low end theory they had the album that's q-tip and the a q-tip that's a the tribe called quest you're like my theory is you limbs on the low end you're like and the name of the album was the, the low end theory and they were like don't give a fuck what your tribe called you come boss never get no wins so he's more or less his punchline you know don't give a fuck what your tribe called, which is a, a tribe called Quest. And then my theory is you live on the low end, you know, the low end theory that they dropped. I, I was, that was in the 1990s. Very, very dope album back then. You know, landmark sort of album. Now, the chorus itself is even preaching. Because, like, we're giving out sermons on these rooftops, staircase, confessionals, dope in my tube socks, a new clock. We're giving out sermons on these rooftops. So, this song, more or less, it speaks knowledge, it speaks. Uh, like a passing of a message like i've seen it all i'm trying to tell you where you are right now so just listen to me that's where this that's where this um this song is coming from that's where this message is being passed so it's a very very deep it's a very very deep and reflective music you know even apart from the rhymes even the production itself is very good now uh, another song that got to me was claudine claudine is a very strong track you know was more or less a story uh, Ransom Room Streets and Shenoa talking about a fiend who had so much potential and then all of a sudden she's now uh, she's now um, you know what she is she's a junkie that kind of thing so roam around a trade heavy bars with a short knife vest from Chenoa you know Chenoa she's a very good rapper she's been working a lot she's worked um, on uh, she's working with Trust Gang she has a um, a tape that she dropped last year. I had several tapes that she dropped last year. She dropped Juno. She dropped um, a particular tape with Apollo Brown. That's, um, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, one of the best tapes I've heard last year. The name is coming to me as going back and forth. The number of tapes I heard as God intended with Apollo Brown. I think it was very, very nice. And she also dropped After 12 because she also produces as well. She dropped a tape that she nearly produced After 12. That was a very nice one too. So, Claudine was a very good track, uh, a very, very solid track. You know, they, they depicted this story where they were just trading heavy bars about a fiend who was, you know, who was who had potential, but she, the person is not what the person is. The person is a fiend, a junkie, so it was very, very sad. But it was very, it was good rapping, though. Then another song that got to me was Pray for the Week, which was actually the lead single of this uh, particular album. Now, on this, particular, on this particular track, everybody held their own. That was the, the good part of it all. You know, Ransom is Ransom was doing his own parts, you know, Room Street was doing his own part, and they had game on it too, which was very dope. So the song was actually very nice. Pray for the one of my best songs on this on this tape actually. Now Room Street is saying Room Street is saying that he says, Yeah, no moral compass on my plate of sins in this world that they'll celebrate that celebrate when the haters win. When on the cost of greatness, don't get accustomed to making friends. Mama told me shit that makes a man is to make amends. Play your gem, drip of jewels, constantly on the nettest beats, cause sonically, I'm like Socrates on the crowded street. Now this this is what Ransom is saying. No room street actually. Though like I told you before, like Ransom is on his own on his own P, you know, that's how he just raps, makes it so easy. Room street says no moral compass on my plate of sense. In this world I'll celebrate when the haters win. When on the cups of greatest, don't get accustomed to making friends. Mama told me the shit that makes a man is to make a man. Sorry, r- a ransom actually. Names are actually confusing me a bit. But, you know, 
I know what's up. So that's that's ransom doing his own shit there. It was like, um, you know, uh, that's for pray for the week. You know, on this particular track, on this particular track, it's just like uh, giving, um, how like say, like put out a message, like you know, to guide the week. That you know, since the name of the, the, name, of the name of the tape is uh, "Cook the Grass," which is like a blow of mercy for the week. So at the same time, they are praying for the week, and at, as much as they're praying, they're like advising. So Rome streets and uh, ransom around it says, "Yeah, no moral compass on my plate of sins in this world. I will celebrate when the haters win." When on the cusp of greatness, don't get accustomed to making friends. Mama told me the shit that makes a man is to make amends. Very deep message. MC at its at its finest. You know what he's saying here is actually good content. And he also says, lay a gem, drop jewels constantly on the neatest beats. Cause sonically, I'm like Socrates on the crowded streets. So that's one thing. With, that's one thing with um, Ransom. He's a very very poetic artist. He's very intelligent, and then he will always deliver. You know, alongside his poetry, then Room Street, on the other hand, he's like, "Hey yo, the truth had to swallow like a large pill. They get a man hit. Use the bitch. Look how the charge bills. Smack the shit out of Satan with a handful of God's will. I'm on point when your handshake comes with an odd feel. The love that we off the charts with the God skills. Before I had an ear and I had a razor to craft cures. Play great So Room Street is just you know." Like I said before, he's a very, very alliterative rapper, so with his gliding rhymes, as much, and as much as he's doing all these ones, he's making sense. He also says, play, gli- play grimy blocks with glocks stashed by the car wheel, car self in the suburbs, my pockets all filled. So he's a very, very skillful rapper, a very, very technical rapper, so I, I really enjoyed that particular track, one, one of my favorite tracks there. Now, another song that got me was uh, Silent Murderers. Now on silent murderers, basically they're just talking about how they've come up in the game and there's no need for too much noise and they'll kill it regardless. You know, they've actually just been doing their shit silently, they've been on the grind silently, on the ground silently, and they've been doing it for a very long time. So they don't need to make any noise, all they come with is a little hush and they'll and then they'll prove their point. They don't need to re- they don't really need to cause a scene when they are doing what they want to do. And they're still on the same concept of true MC. Now Rome Street says would shit be different if the rotten apple went to Adam's lips and Eve slid off with the snake in the tree and had a kid? Found gold on the cold road to Los Scandalous. Streets left me scarred. Hundred dollar bills was my bandages. Hmm. Planned the bill well. Planned the bill well for the Bob brothers. I bounded with. Went from JLAD to my name on the tour. Laminate. So yeah, he's making a lot of. A lot of sense. He's actually saying things that get to me. Now he now he, he goes a little bit poetic with the, you know about how shit could have been if whether shit would have been different if the rotten apple uh, you know was had gotten to Adam first and then Eve went with the snake and then well had a kid something like that you know he's just he's just thinking but the part that got me was about he found gold on the cold road to Los Scandalous streets left him scarred but hundred dollar bills was his bandages you know he just had to get money to get better so that's him he's just telling his own story about where how long he's been doing this shit for you know for a while and then of course basically how they've come up now ransom on the other hand is saying prison made a nigga want to cry i don't want to see the tears just know i dreaded going back just like stevie's hair <laughs> he was here yeah, on this particular track he's just like he was on this particular verse he was like uh, what you know steve stevie wonder you know he had this uh, hair his hair is actually plated to the back because of how the thing is receding so he's like he doesn't know i dreaded going back you know to jail to prison just like stevie wonder's hair so he also says you're concerned about what we wear but nigga we are aware sometimes it be your friends that want to see you fear that's another very deep stuff there you know 
that's just the truth then he also says when you're swimming with them sharks it's risky trying to fight off them bite marks they often miss me but sooner or later they'll get you and it'll all be history listen i keep an extra bottle of the respada of the resposado smooth nigga i don't stress the models i'm a desperado now, now um, Reposado is a kind of tequila, so he keeps that kind of bottle with, with him that he doesn't stress, you know, he doesn't stress anybody because he's a desperado, you know, he's trying to punchline it, and he's also making sense, you know, with the, with the, with the, with the punchlines, and as much as he's making sense with the punchlines, he's actually, you know, like I always say, he's mic checking, now he says, he's trying to fight off them bite marks, they often miss me. But sooner or later they will get you and it will all be history so as much as he's actually trying to feed off everything you know vulnerability is still in his lines because they may actually get him no that's on that's on silent murders you know i, I really like that track i i, I liked the, the rap on that one now another song that got to me now was dark love now dark love more or less that they were talking about uh you know where they feel where, where they feel the most like uh you know how they feel themselves you know just their story like how they've come up like uh w- w- what they feel the most in this rap game you know how they feel and what they feel about uh, you know their contemporaries you know is this love for real like do they actually show themselves love that kind of thing you know, they're, they're still on that storytelling you know which is actually the the baseline of being a very good rapper reality and storytelling which is very very dope now he says on street says had to go through life and learn my lessons although shit was savage every skeleton in my closet i got pics to match it you know dope shit he also says writing all of my passion and pain to critically acclaimed name this shit and a bag of dope you take it in the same vein easy to get dope takes discipline to maintain which is very very true it's easy for you to get money but it takes discipline to maintain it you know and this shit this shit him is saying you know it's like it's like content it's like a deep a deep surge of drugs in your body you like to that's why he says this shit and a bag of dope you take it in the same vein and he also says i made it out of the darkness with a glow that was that was sponsored by narcotics which i would have used all of my smarts for college you know as much as he's getting money as much as he has grown as far he also wishes that he has gone back to school you know you know to get a degree or something of that sort so that's that's a uh, room street saying some very deep stuff there on uh dark love now on ransom ransom also says yeah in fact in fact before i even say what Ransom say yeah this is ransom's one of ransom's best delivery the delivery is impeccable his rhyme scream is hard and uh uh, there's just this uh, this homonym that just goes through the whole the whole uh, whole verse that he dropped, which is very very dope. And this is just ransom in poetic finesse. Now he says, never had love for the weak. They only see the danger in living. I put these drugs on the streets. They put cane in the system. Full seat to cut off my teeth, but still not obtaining my wisdom. I don't see nothing but peace, but still I remain in this prison. Always gonna land on my feet. I pivot and I change my position. And if you want you deceased, we ain't gonna change our decision. Niggas will plan for defeat, cause they ain't got no train for the mission. I did my thing in the kitchen, slang till it came to fruition. You will do the same if you listen, cause we've got the same inhibition. So it's Ransom was just spazzing on this particular that's just the word he was spazzing on this particular track. So uh, this was this was a very dope track, a very very dope verse from Ransom for me. I really enjoyed it. Now on the features, there were not so many features as well on this particular tape. Uh, apart from game, Shenoa, um uh Lou from Paradise and Tyrant. Lou from Paradise is another artist I know that momentum music with Ransom. Apart from these four artists, I don't think there were any other uh, uh, there were any other features. The, the features were, were few. So 
now on this um on this on this particular uh, album yeah the features were few so now they will, um, i'll be talking about games because i really enjoy pray for the week that's the track today we came uh games verse was actually nice and it's actually fresh to hear a game again i haven't heard a game rap since 2019 if i'm not mistaken when he dropped that album born to rap and i used to be a very very big game fan purely when i i'll be honest when i started listening to the hip-hop music properly you know i used to slam game very well i, I like games I, I like games discography and he is a west coast legend i've been seeing tweets about our game written and stuff but i believe game is a west coast legend at least top 10 to top 15 most definitely now on this verse he says keep the 22 on plastic because drama be everlasting money sold up and plastered in the walls in the mattress if i ever got a car to open that mean i walked in the crib holding my arm lipping with my gun smoking <laughs> so he's talking about how he saved up and then if at all he's ever going to go back to the grade one then he's not going down without the fight basically then he says i did my dirt got out of the mud my triple beam tipping niggas sleep on the trap like they brought a pint of lane with him you know, you know like a triple beam now is uh, more or less you know a balancing effect where you know you're stuck in the middle between life and death good and bad you know you know basically you're stuck in the middle between two distinct opposites so so on this particular track, Rick is saying, um, Cedric Game is saying he's done his dirt and he's got out of the mud, but his triple beam is still t- he's still tipping. As much as he's trying to go forward, you know his his triple beam is still tipping to one direction. Hopefully, it's on the positive side. Now he's also saying niggas they're sleeping on him like they bought a pint of lint with them, you know, like a pint of lint with them. So they're, you know, they're sleeping on his they're sleeping on who he is, sleeping on his trap actually. That, that's if like they actually took codeine you know back then <laughs> bad drug i don't know better drug <laughs> now now for now another verse that i liked was a lou from paradise from paradise you know, on bandoleros you know he's a very comical rapper but he actually he's actually very intelligent as much as he's comical he's an intelligent lyricist he says i sent shots you sent threats i blew 10 checks don't even know where them shit went I bust in the smile, they try to run with the style, I've been left, and I ate my fucking right mind, I've been left, you know, he's just comical, he's a white boy, so he's just rapping, he's just doing his thing, but I really, I really enjoy his work, and he, and he dropped some work with um, Static Selector, you know, earlier this year, which actually got to me, that's when I actually knew that, okay, he guy was signed to Ransom's record label, record movement, Momentum Records, so he was actually very dope. Blue from Paradise. That was his verse. You know, he sent shots, he sent threats. I blew ten checks. Don't even know where them shit went. You know, I bust in the smile. They tried to run with the star. I've been left, and I ain't in my fucking right mind. I've been left. <laughs> you know, the punchlines, you know, simple stuff. Now, Tyrant Two was amazing. It was on the same song on Bandoleros. It was on the same song uh, with um, Lupapuru from Paradise. You know, you also say stuff like, risk life imprisonment. I live life in prison and poverty. Trying to teach my kind of speech corrupts the mind, and you might. I've seen niggas slide cause they rather die than do life. You know what was suffering you know what was surviving true, right? The, the on on, this, on that particular verse, you know, there was this enjambment, you know, where he was saying, trying to teach my kind that speech corrupts the mind and you might you know, so he holds it there and then he continues in the next part. So morally that is like a play on word or an enjambment and then he just rhymes off with that particular one. And then he now says in the next he says, I've seen night slide cause they rather die than to do life. I've seen niggas slide cause they rather die than to do life. So 
Tyrant was just, you know, being himself on this particular one. I actually check into more of his work because he sounds like a very, very good rapper. I sound like someone I'll, I'll actually get get uh, in touch with the flow wise. You know, he's very, very dope. I like that. Now on the production, some beats got to me. Now there were good producers here, producers like Streezy, Vidom, uh, One Mula. Uh, it was, it was very very dope productions here. Yeah. So now on st- on the production streets uh, on, on for no remorse. Streets he made no remorse. That's the first track of this one. You know he has also been making beats for R J Payne. You know the, the production starts off with these spooky twinkling sounds. Then it gets it cinematic. You know with loud drums, heavy electric guitars, and a screaming sample. Supposedly horrific. You know it transcends beautifully towards the end of the song. Like it's a, it's like it's proper rock and roll. Towards the end of the song, you know it just goes into proper rock and roll vibe so that particular production was dope i liked it because it gives off this energy that just starts off a, a very very dope album you know it starts with drums starts with a loud guitar so it's just very nice i, I really liked it then another production i liked was a uh, one that vidon did uh, vidon actually that's on claudine i say claudine um the one before claudine uh he actually gives us one of the most organized productions I've heard in a long while. You know, and he has been working with a, with a lot of people for a long time. He's been working with Flea Lord. He has worked with Ito. He has worked with Dark Low. He has worked with Willie the Kid. That's, that's actually the one that I've actually heard the most. Now, on this particular production uh, that Vidon gives off, is a particular, that's on Rooftop Sermons. You know, the, the the production is kind of celestial. It's kind of ethereal. It just sticks to the rhythm of the of the name of the song, which is you know more or less. It has this rooftop sermon, so it gives out this angelic Sunday type of vibe feeling. So, you know, apart from um, the drum sets, the single cymbals, it's a very very calm production, and it's airy as hell because there are a lot of horns, there are a lot of flutes. So. So it's very very beautiful work and it's a very organized production because there is how Vidon just sets the whole thing up. You know, the whole thing just starts it starts slowly and then it paces up. Then uh, with the trumpet, then there's there's this bass, then there's this bass like a like a, like a royal entrance uh, for like when the king is coming or like when the royalty is approaching. Just pam 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 something like that. So it's actually very nice. And then the snare edges just gives a certain kind of rhythm. And now the snare edges they sound like a particular kind of sound from a particular instrument that I've only seen in my village. <laughs> I swear, or the ruler says it. I've not lied to anybody. You just have the feeling like a like a mini bone go like a mini small drum so i don't know where video found that but that was that was very nice and then when the beat is ending it just ends off like it's an 80s setting of a classic movie it ends off like it's an 80s like like it's, it, it now ends off like what harry fraud would do with currency on a jet life recording so we don't we don't really did this shit they're one of my best productions actually um that was rooftop sermons now another production too was uh claudine and it was still Vidon again very very dope work now it even sounds kind of different because on this one there's there are more drums and instead of the horns there, there are more flutes and there, there are strings of the, of a guitar i just you know the strings of the guitar are just the ones pushing out the rhythm and pushing out the melody of this particular track now it's a very creative work and then the piano there's this piano scratching at the back this piano 
playing at the back. The piano sounds scattered, but as much as it sounds scattered, it's creative because it's just pam 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 pam. But it's making sense, but it's not just rhyming, it's not just rhythming, but it's actually making sense. It's, so it's it's creativity. So I really really like that production. And then the beats transpose back and forth. You know, at this level it gets higher, another level it drops. At this level it gets higher, another level it drops. And as much as it's elevating, all the production elevates with it. You know, so if the the strings of the guitar are fine tuned to elevate, it comes back. If if, even if the drum so it's, it's lovely work Vidon actually did his shit on this one very very good producer you know and he's experienced as well now another production I liked was Pray for the Week Pray for the Week was produced by Lotsia you know it, it sounds like a production made out of reflection it's, it hits you very deep you know, the first time, first time I actually heard this production, it gave me a very, very nostalgic feeling. You know, it took me back personally, and then it's a very sober and solemn mood uh, for a particular rapper because it put you in, a, it put your pen in a different perspective. So, and uh, Lotsi has actually made productions for a lot of people. He has made a production for Ransom, you know, on this particular, on his last tape. And he also produced for Jean Grey. Now, Jean Grey is one rapper that I just came out to see. Uh, I remember I was on I was on the road one day. I just heard a song on the radio. And then I checked it up. I, saw, so I discovered that she's a rapper that has been rapping for a long time now. In fact, she's even gotten notes from rappers like Kanye West and rappers like Talib Kweli, if I'm not mistaken. But now, at the moment, she's married to Quell Chris, who is in Backwood Studio, one of these producers that are very good, you know, with a different type of production, you know. It's a very very dope work. So on this particular track, that's the pray for the week. The guitar is like the lead is like the lead uh, like the lead sound of this particular production. Uh, that's uh, for pray for the week by Lotsia. The guitar is lead struck. The bass is as well is very nice. Then the hi hat is struck intermediately, so you just count tata 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 that kind of thing. So you just struck intermediately. Uh, then there's this there's these violins that escort the outro. So it's good production and it's experienced production as well. Another production I like was Silent Murderers. Now, Silent Murderers was a very, very nice production. It's a very good production. Uh, it was produced by a static Mola. Now he's actually he has worked with them, um, Larry Kidd. Uh, what I really like about this production is the sample. The sample is very, very nice. The beats are lugubrious. So in the sense that they are spooky, chilly, you know, they bring out this dark this dark side dark side to your lyrics that's if you understand what i'm saying so and they are very they are darkly dramatic that kind of thing so the drums are hit with ease the bass guitar sets a very riveting tone to the story of the song so it's very very nice horns are there the horns are played in the in the background softly but of course thirdly so the production is actually it's actually very very uh how would i put it now is a critically touched you know it was of course it was fine-tuned it was it's a very refined production i, I shout out to static mola for that it's a very very nice production ceremony was very nice production because of the how of how everything was arranged you know the horns are just playing at the background the lead guitar is struck the hi-hat is intermediate everything just it just calms down to just uh to give you that spooky chilly feeling but at the same time it's uh it's very very it's very organized too um, now another production I liked too was Dark Love. Now Dark Love, I like that song generally, but I love the production as well. It was produced by One Man Militia. You know, it is it's not a very 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 popular producer, but these are raw hungry producers who are ready to just you know show you what they are made of. Now this beat was it sounds like this beat was made for dark hallways, 
PC staircases, you know, Timberland boots, smoky settings, you know, bad boy settings, that kind of thing, because this beat is just gangster. This beat is original gangster. It's an original boom bap beat. You understand? It has this original boom bap blueprint to it. And I love the way the guitar is just transposing from one level to another. Then the also the bass guitars too the reverb the reverb all these spooky vibes all these chilly air odd moments so the whole thing is just chilly the whole thing is just dark you know it's, it's gangsterous so you, you just have to flow with it then the keynotes are actually dark and they transpose as well so everything just you know there's, there's this transposure just like there was the transposure on a pray for the week there's transposure on this particular track to where you know, the whole thing just sounds different at a particular level and then it drops it sounds right particular level and then it drops so these are the productions what uh, my Oma Militia, Static Mola, Vidon, Lord Seer, and of course Streezy. So they actually did their thing on this production. Now, generally speaking, Death Becomes Life. Generally speaking, another track, Death Becomes Life, uh, is Ran- Ransom and Room Street at their deepest lyrics. I didn't really want to touch into that because that song, it didn't really get to me until I actually had to calm, calm down to hear it over and over again. Actually, very, very deep lyricism from these two rappers. That's what, one of the very, one of the deepest songs. On that particular thing. Now, apart from that, songs like Jet Fuel and Farewells, they feel like they feel like um filler tracks, but they're not technically filler tracks, but they didn't really get to me. But apart from that, there are no personal skips. Apart from these two particular songs, there are no personal there are no personal skips for me. Now they both complement each other, like I've always said, and they have these songs where you know this person is shines more than the other person that person shine more than the other person like on a on a particular track like um silent murderers room room shine more and then uh that's room street shine more and then on a particular track like dark love ransom shine more but as much as they are shining are shining or shine on each other <laughs> wherever there's always this complimentary feeling that must be included and uh like I said before, Ransom is poetic, Rome Street is alliterative, so they come together to do a very, very good work. And another thing I noticed is that there is a certain similarity to most of the production because almost all the beats is just hi hats, drums, guitars, and horns. Hi hat, drums, guitars, and drums. Apart from, of course, ro- 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 rooftop sermons that sounded a little bit different. So the production actually has this similarity to it. It's a good thing, but at the same time, it's bothered creativity. So, but no it's very very good for the production i like that so out of everything uh real mc like i'll say there hardly any punchlines but uh the rhyme scheme is very very good the poetic lyricism is dope there are hardly any punchlines that's how it is with real mc sometimes you hardly have time for punchlines and stuff but uh, you're giving out real content you're giving out real work i'm giving this tape a 7.5 over 10 because this is real hip-hop this is what's I believe it deserves 7.5 over 10 at least. It's a very, very dope record. And I'm really, really looking forward to having them rap again. You know, they call themselves now like uh, the uh, the Ray and Ghost of their time. You know how Ray and Ghost used to flow on, on Wu-Tang, how they had this collaborative chemistry. So that's how Ransom and Ron Strip still they see themselves. So I wish them the best in all their endeavors because this tape was actually dope and it was fun for me to talk about it. So we'll meet up again another time. Catch me, your boy Benny Blanco, El Padrino, Alonso the Grinder. Of course, on this podcast, making use of sounds and creativity. I hope you enjoyed this one like I did. Bless up.